Welcome everyone, another episode, episode 11, with Nicholas from Wax Vessel here on the Romanus Records podcast today to talk about his fantastic MySpace era deathcore label that focuses on no represses, one-time drops, and beautiful slabs of wax. It's pretty wild how fast this interesting label is growing, and I think you'll love learning about the, the saver bits today. Uh, in Romanus news, all tart better luck's next time LP should be in the mail by this coming week uh, only small holdup was getting these pixie sticks records done it takes a lot of pixie sticks to make that many pixie sticks build records um, in other news be sure to check out the music video for turning toward me from Frankie's Sunswept it's actually the track you hear right now in the background and his new LP drops here at romanusrecords.com on January 16th if you want to be able to try to get in on that early you can become a Coliseum member through our Patreon, uh, through patreon.com slash Records, where you get 20% off any order forever, one day early ordering, and early access to all kinds of other cool stuff and variants for only 5 bucks a month. So, that's it. I hope you've all been safe, been well, and looked after each other, and these bizarre times ain't gonna last forever, baby. The sun will shine again. Welcome to the Romanus Records Podcast. There it is. It says, avoid okay. legal snags by telling their people they're being recorded. <laughs> hey, uh, you're being recorded. Okay. I fully consent <laughs> and acknowledge. Thank you for your two-party consent. <laughs> I think it's if you'll good. sign these consent forms. <laughs> right. um, gosh, there's some really great South Park episodes so, like around that. Um, okay. So, what a special day. The cosmos have intersected once amongst the many and i'm here with my my good friend <laughs> my special favorite boy nicholas how are you doing man i'm i'm doing fantastic thank you for having me this is serendipitous right i, I feel like i've been on the outside for so long and i'm finally getting you know a peek behind the curtain and all the cool vinyl guy shit that's going on on the internet so i'm absolutely looking forward to it i'm so thank you for having me this is, this is a treat well as they say you know and i'm sure you feel the same way when people ask about what you're doing because they don't understand it and you tell people like look i'm pretty important on the internet right that's what you i that's what i know. tell people about my life i'm like dude i'm pretty important on the internet you should see me I'll, it is uh, i will tear I, a forum to, down i try to avoid it at all costs you know nick what are you working on? i'm like ah you know this and that just don't worry it's easier to just not even get into it right because having to get into the you know re- reducible complexity of the space that you occupy in yeah. right it's it's ridiculously specific and niche it, it's too much context and the eyes start glazing over you know it's like yeah so you've heard of records right yeah. but like let's get more specific i'm like look there's things in it you like stuff right <laughs> right that's been my my world. So as we go through this, I'm going to do my best to try to explain, have you explain what Wax Vessel is. And I know a lot of your heart lies in the MySpace era. And so I'm going to try to ask you as many MySpace-related era questions as I can. Love it. Okay, so uh, ASL. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm 30. <laughs> I'm male and I'm in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. So thanks for that. All right. <laughs> LOL. All right. GTG. All right. AFK. Yeah. GTYL. My name's Chris. I'm 34. Hey, <laughs> and, and I live in Indiana. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, Yahoo Pool, take me back. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like thinking, you're like in eighth grade and you're playing Yahoo Pool. You're like, dude, I'm talking to this hot babe. I know it. And it's this like is... some like 54-year-old like it's dirt bag us man. It's now, right? Yeah. It's, it was what we... <laughs> right. I'm like, hey, you want a cyber? Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on? I, I feel like I was at, I, I did such a terrible job because here's here's a little bit of a backstory, I guess, into, you know, AIM. You know, because I'm sure Gosh. you remember your. Yeah, oh man! Your I, so when I was in right? college, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, when I was in college, I was my freshman year was like the last year before. Hey, you still had to have co- like a college ID to get Facebook. Yeah. Which really ages me a little bit. And then <laughs> Facebook Messenger didn't even exist. Facebook chat. It was no. just Facebook chat at the time. Right. And so AIM was still real important. It was the number. It was the number one. Yeah, dude. Mine was um. I remember I made mine. I was, God, I was a, a tween at that point. I think, <laughs> and I re- I just remember I you know I was on the swim team. I was on the Montgomery Makos, and I was fast. I was like a torpedo. Let's go Makos. Right? But I but I was a human. I wasn't a torpedo. I was a man. I was a, I was human a man torpedo. Pedo. A man. I, I, which you know you know man pedo is very close to man pedo if you spell it out. Well, you know what? If that's your screen name, that's a tough <laughs> one to. <laughs> that's. That's the story I'm getting at here. I thought it was charming at the time, but you know, hindsight's 2020. I realize now what I've done, and I uh, I don't have that email address anymore. No, I am. That's a real shame, you know. It just. <laughs> I know it's a tough sign of the times. Oh my gosh, um, that'll show up on a QAnon site somewhere. Um, right. <laughs> you got. Oh fuck, they got me. <laughs> they got <laughs> secret talk. That's all it took. Yeah. Uh, right. He, he, this guy loves pizza. We know what that means. All right. Look at his. Look at. He's, it's right in front of you. He's he's flaunting it out in the open. He knows. <laughs> he's so like arrogant. That. He's so arrogant. Right. A liberal elite from Chicago. <laughs> Get a load of this libtard with his fancy aim name from 20, 15 years all ago. I, the thing I remember most was oh. just my picture was Sonic the Hedgehog, and I. No, no way. And I, and I was like, Sonic's pretty tight. Let's let's use Sonic. Sonic's cool. <laughs> That's what I remember. Most. Talk, I mean, how does it feel to have to say that in like 2020 in this kind of post-internet, people making cool oh. videos and images of Sonic just not racing for rings, right? Like that's a tough. Yeah, he's he, yeah, to be like, in now. I thought that was his sole like purpose in life, but You'd think now so. he's just. No, it's, much more nefarious. Yeah, yeah, now he's just a charming hedgehog. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> All right. So, man, what a time to be alive. Um, so, your day job. I w- yeah. before we get through the minutia, there's. Okay. I always like to pull back the curtain a little bit, and the reason is I really focus on DIY independent bands, independent sure. labels, and showing people like, yo, you can do something. Like just just it- start. And you never know yeah. what will happen. Like, I got to go full-time with vinyl this year. And that is man, because of just being what an idiot. A, what a nightmare. I mean, congrats, <laughs> right? But <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get there. I, I actually, from yeah, right. another interview you did, I'm uh, going to read you a quote. And we can discuss. Oh, a direct can, quote from myself? We oh, can no. discuss the nightmare, okay? I put, so, I put a little bit of research into this. So. Okay. Well, I love it. Well, I'll, um, I, I like talking about it a lot because it, it literally is – kind of the, the culmination of all of this, you know, n- nostalgia and DIY ethos and, you know, all these kind of things that people feel when they want to make a label. And I, you know, I'm a, a, just a regular guy and I had all those things. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, so sure. I was, I was at a soul crushing job. I was in a 
I was at a, I was at the Federal Savings Bank. It's a terrible job. I had a buddy who worked at the Fed in Chicago. His name was Theodore. No. Theodore Bogus. I called him Ted the Fed. What? No, I don't know him. Darn, unfortunately, darn. wouldn't have been great if I, I did. I know it would have been like, like uh, <laughs> be still my heart. So I, Go on. Yeah, I'm a um, I'm a um, I'm a mortgage broker by by trade, and um, at, at the time I had started a, a company with my buddy. It was a classic kind of, you know, let's be Silicon Valley. Like we're we're kind of dumb, and you know, now's the time to do it. Right, we don't have any real responsibility, and it it didn't work out at all. And like we lost <laughs> all of our money. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go work for the man. I got to go to the cubicle with the polo. You know, I got to go do mortgages at the federal savings bank. So I, I was there for a couple of months and it was it was just crushing my will to live, <laughs> to live right? It's it's the antithesis of culture. Like it's it's the worst. So it's it's destroying me from the from the inside out. And I, I'm like, I've got to do I've got to do something. So that's that's the preface. right? Like that's the setup. Yeah. You know, that's the Batman's parents we, being killed. We got to right? have so a, the, some escapism. Right. There's some definitely some escapism. Right. And because I'm an original guy, you know, what's uh, what's more escapist than, you know, reliving the glory days. Right. A little bit of nostalgia. Yeah. So. It, so that's kind of side one. Side two is that also I'm a I'm a big you know record guy. Right. So I have, you know, a couple thousand records just as a guy who buys records. I just, you know, I'm a record hobbyist. So you know, I'm kind of in that scene, kind of in the Instagram you know, Facebook marketplace, vinyl swapping, yeah. you know, dead format, discogs type of guy. And all this, all this time has passed. I'm like, man, remember when all of these bands existed that everyone loved, but we were all teenagers and now we're not. And now we're all adults who love records. We're in the middle of a, you know, vinyl resurgence right now. Yeah. And, and no one's, no one's fit those two pieces together. Right. And I'm sitting, I'm waiting. I'm like, it's been 15 years. Like, is someone going to put you know, destroyer, destroyer on vinyl. Is it ever going to happen? And it, and it wasn't. It was never happening. So it just turned into, well, I got, you know, I got a couple grand a limit on my credit card here. I guess let's just <laughs> fire this bad boy let's just, up. Let's just fucking let's just go for it, right? Uh oh, lost so, you. There we go. Tight. So that was that was the beautiful birth, right? I had a I had a Instagram just an account for posting pictures of records, right? And it transitioned into the into the label account and um. You know, and and very much to the, it, it's tough. The entire label is double-edged swords, right? So, you know, the thing I like about it from being a vinyl collector is that it's, you know, it's niche and it's collectible and, and not everything is, you know, commoditized and capitalized. It's like, let's leave money on the table. Like, let's just do things to be collectible. Like, let's do small run, you know, niche bands and kind of make a community of event out of it because we were all there and we all loved it and we all loved these bands. So, it's it's just kind of an, an expression of that, right? I just I, I think these bands are fun. I think records are fun. I, I think why not let just have a little fun, let's ride, right? Like let's that's, ride the wave. Let's ride the wave. Let's see what happens. So are you still at the Fed? You still a Fed man? No, I'm not the Fed. I um and and that's what's that's what's tough about Wax Vessel right now is that in in the midst of that, I'm at the Fed. I'm doing Wax Vessel. It's starting off. You know, I'm having some sellouts. I'm feeling yeah. good. I'm like, this is cool. And then I quit that job, and I start my own um, mortgage brokerage with this same buddy okay. that we were trying to do the startup on. I'm like, you know, like why are we reinventing the wheel? Like let's just let's just do mortgages. Like let's get a couple licenses and we'll just do them ourselves. So I'm, you know, running a brokerage right now. So that that is my full time job. Sweet. And that definitely allows me to, you know, operate it in this way where, um, you know, it's it's a complete nonprofit. 
Um, it's not a 503C or anything, but in true DIY spirit, it's just, you know, hey, we made like 800 bucks, yeah. <laughs> 1500 bucks. Like you can just have it. Right. You know, no one was, Here you go. No one was, no one was making any money, you know, in the bands that I'm pressing back in 2005. So it's just kind of a, you know, the price point allows this to exist. Yeah. Is, is very much what it is. So everyone gets kind of a cool collector's object. The band gets, you know, 1200 bucks, something like that. And, you know, yeah. everybody gets a cool little, Dude, little artifact. I know the feeling. So I think there's, um, and I think it's cool. I'm very pro this also about sharing, uh, the finances of just kind of how, yeah. what the machine looks like. And cause I think sometimes people see this sell out of something crazy and right. then they're like, Oh my gosh, they might just be swimming in it. And he, like, he just, he just made $40,000. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's like, I always look at every project that I do big, small, ugly, tall. It's like validation for the bands of like what they've yeah. done. And no matter how big your band is, like it's always cool to just have something tactile that you're like, Hey man, it's cool. You know, it's... cause when your band is done and over, cause I'm in a band. So I, I get it. Like when your band, whenever it ends, like those are the things that like people can't take away from you. Those experiences, yeah. those like I'm real things, you've, you know, you, you, you've hit it again. And this is, punch. this is going to be punch, hilarious. Punch. Right. I, I can, I can tell it's it, for me, it's, it's these, it's these kind of dichotomies, right? I like like the fleeting nature of, you know, birth of the internet kind of MySpace bands. And then you have something that's archival, like a record, right? There's something about having these digital bands on a physical format that, you know, is going to last forever. I got to make that Tila Tequila seven inch. It's just, yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. People would buy it. Oh yeah. It's it's hilarious and it's fun. And you know, everyone just wants to have fun. It was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. Simpler time. Tequila Tequila was was like the burgeoning internet, like hero, you know, like cutting through the leaves, just getting to the people. You know, do you, do you have like a cool MySpace name? Were you like, you know, Chris kill or something Uh, like that? Did you have a good one? No, man, I was like super lame. Like I've always been just a good, sweet boy. So it was probably something real plain Jane. And like, But when you'd come to my page, like everybody else, this is where Facebook screws up, okay? And they don't at the same time. Whatever song you had was like, yo, this is how I'm feeling right now. Like, And those were – so, you know, if I just got dumped, be some real pathetic sad boy song, you know, like, oh, oh you know, whatever. Right. And, uh, so, what, so what was Old Faithful? What was, oh, what was the – what was the profile song? Oh man, I I hopped out fast. Like I, I okay. like I saw the writing on the wall. I'm like, yo, like I don't need bedazzled, <laughs> sure. sparkled stuff. I'm I'm, I'm packing my I'm... bags. But I do remember, I just I was coming out in like of high school. So '05, I went to college, and so it was just like right there. It was they were sure the changing of the guard was happening, and I remember. Well, I I wasn't gonna get a Facebook. I like resisted. I was like, dude, I'm not getting a stupid yeah. Facebook. Like, I don't need this. No way. I didn't know how. Right. I didn't know how right I was. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how good <laughs> I had it. All right. I should have yeah, stuck with the space. Right? And I mean, no. I think I probably for, rocked a lot of like Weezer on there. I would imagine. I mean, that's okay. I I, I remember I was I was holding out as well until they introduced until they introduced pages for bands. Yeah. And so I it was remember. Just done. It was just done. Once it was pages, I'm like, okay, like that's it. I was still, you know, everyone was still doing cool profiles. And I'm like, that's that's the only way 
that bands are going <laughs> to exist on the internet. There, there's never going to be it's a just, band aggregator. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, like I can't. No. Facebook does not have a captcha code thing that I can just go friend <laughs> every person on the right. planet because my first band, I definitely did that plenty. All right. And right. it to no results, obviously. But every band yeah, did it. And it they thought, yeah, yeah, dude, we're killing it with everybody. I mean, <laughs> it was wild. How many how many CDs and, and records do you have that have <sighs> MySpace links in the liner notes, mm. right? Like it it was going to be around forever. Never like, enough. The final frontier. Yeah, right. <laughs> never enough. My favorite. So like, um, I grew up. So you like deathcore, and I yeah. actually I went. I still go there, but it's changed. I go to this church and like they had, they built a venue. Like it was like okay. they were a venue first and basically, and then like had a church. Like, I mean, and that's it was classic all, turn of the century. Christ I know. Like, that and it was, was all hardcore, was you know, cause like oh, Christian yeah. hardcore was huge. Yeah. And like it was all things, right? Right. <laughs> look, Christian kids are angry, man. All right. Look. Yeah. So mad. You're, you're out here trying to like save your virginity and stuff. You got some rage packed it's up. Pent dude. up. Yeah. You need you gotta... a release. All right? right. You're like ready to punch anything that looks the wrong way at you. All right. We had um <laughs> we had the underground in in, in Cincinnati, which was yeah. which was the same thing. Yep. It was yep. you know most mostly venue, but you know it was you know impending doom and. Yeah. You know, Devil Wears Prada, like all those guys. Like he was, August it was Burns a Red. It was a fun time. Yeah. yeah August, right. <laughs> you know, the hits. Every Joey Sturgis band, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm I'm enjoying this to no end. Um, so, As I'm saying, nostalgia's fun. Like we oh, dude, yeah. Here we are. So having much. fun. Dude, I'm, Let's just make a label that just puts that on vinyl all day. Dude, like, so my label, give people what they want. Yeah, no, for real. I think that's passion bleeds through everything. And if you're into it, like, you're the one who should be, like, leading it. And... Uh, yeah, it's, it's been wild. So, um, Wax Vessel, Mm -hmm. my, my, my research intern, which is, tells me, (laughs) started June 6th, 2019. Wow. I feel like this is like a Nardwar thing right Right. now. Like, am I going to get, am I going to get freaking blasted? Is there going to be something weird in here? Yeah, no, that's the date. You got me. All right. (laughs) Good. Good. Yeah. Nice. This is important. And you touched on it a minute ago. Uh, the mission of Wax Vessel is yeah. what? I would say, and it's it hasn't changed much over the years. It's evolved a little bit into a spite label, right? Where its intentions were probably more noble in the beginning, over, and now it's just all about over the, selling like, the, out. Over the last you know? 18 yeah. months. things Over know. the last 18 months, right? Things have... <laughs> <clears throat> right. But I, I would say for me, the mission distills down to... You know, not everything has to be for everyone. And when you do things in that kind of mindset, we can make things that are we can make things that are cool. So I, I think supporting bands is number one. So that's that's kind of the main tentpole of Wax Vessel, I think, which is you know direct collaboration, direct collaboration with the artists on you know the art, remastering the audio. You know, all the money's theirs. They get to kind of drive the ship to a degree. Yeah. And I think, you know, compensating artists in, you know, the digital age, I, I think is something where we can do 300 records and they'll make more than they will on the lifetime of all the streams that they'll ever yeah, play. That's stuff and that people I think it's, don't grasp. I think it's insane. They, like right. they don't it's, grasp and it's a bummer. You know, some of these bands you'll be like, yo, like, yeah, I will see a band that has like hundreds of thousands of streams. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's a good indicator that they have lots of like right. 
the the hype is there and that's that's super right. important but they'll be making less money than like a mid-level diy band that i'm like look we're not going to go spend eight grand on a, you know, PR agent that's going to like, right. like their big write ups going to get you in HuffPo and I can go pay a guy 50 bucks and he'll do it. Like, let's right. be smart and, you know, make it like sustainability. And this is I'm sure this Which, is because you worked at the Fed, you're in mortgages, all this <laughs> and you've had a business implode. The, Financial the, sustainability the whole, yeah. is like I don't know if you've heard of the mortgage crisis, yeah. right? But it, it's yeah. I've um I, I've had labels you know in the past that were kind of CD labels same model but oh, well, we'll CDs get, whoa, and that. Whoa 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 slow down oh. slow down so oh, if you if you're okay. gonna dip into there you had a former barely, you had a former label Nicholas what was the name label label it's a it's a label it was a good one I don't know it's a, it was total deathcore I wonder um, what kind of music it, they put out it's it you know poignant right yeah it's uh, <laughs> just deathcore it, yeah totally <laughs> right. Totally, you know, it, but it, but at the time it was pure deathcore. Deathcore is sexy. Total deathcore. It was, you know, everyone was. It was that blogspot culture. Yeah. Right. So it was, you know, hard, you know, MySpace rips and MediaFire links and RAR files and stuff. Oh, like man. it was just tape swapping, but you know, it was online, right? And I, I think having done that for as long as I did, unhappily, I, I decided I was never going to make something and sit on inventory and not sell it. And that that is, I would say, tentpole number two, which is, you know, I want bands to get paid. I want to not I want to mitigate all risk. I want to not have any risk on my end. Yeah. And I want everyone to have a cool collectible. I think collecting things is biological and cool. And I I think for a long time, record collectors have kind of been exploited. Um on the whole variant thing, right? It's like, yeah. let's do a, a first press that's boring and then a second press that's exciting. And oh, then the third, you dude, know, just, it's, it's a, like, right. It and makes look, you buy three or four copies. I get right? it. It's business. Yeah. It's all of it. But yeah, like come out swinging, come out right. swinging. That's, and if it all sells exactly. out, then if all, like if you, right. if you give your best effort and it sells out, have at it, you know? And I'm like, that's, that's what I, that's, that's how I try to run things. Yeah. And I'm like, look, here's the it, gnarliest it, stuff we, I can possibly create. Right. <laughs> Like, right. let's help these bands make some money and, uh, you know, let's do the do. That's that that's kind of the model. So I, I think all three of those things can, you know, in a perfect world, you know, mesh together very well and, and kind of do something cool. And that's kind of what I saw at the beginning. Right. You know, a couple of weeks for a sellout. Everybody gets a cool record. Everyone's happy. It's like, yeah, this is great. And then that that kind of culture. Right. Which is this is exclusive and I and I want it and I can't have it. So you're a dick. Like that's you know, oh man, how it's so, it, how it's it so real, dude. So it, yeah. Which is, you know, but but at the end of the day, it's you know, am, am I a hero? No, you know, thank you for asking, but no, it, it's. <laughs> that was my next I'm question. Not, right. <laughs> it's on my notes here. My my I, I intern, have, my intern put it there. I'm, I don't know why. I'm I'm figuring out my thoughts on this in real time because to your point, I haven't. It hasn't been around that long, and it's it's at a point now where it's already almost unsustainable like it's you know I, I have people come over and help me pack stuff just who are fans i'm like hey i, I have all these records I, I don't know help me please ship them and people come and help out like that's where we are with it yeah. right that's pretty amazing and, by the way um that you have which volunteers. is which is fantastic which is fantastic so I, i'm definitely in a privileged position where i get to do that and that they do all get to sell out and and all of the things that i wanted to accomplish get to accomplish and i get to kind of push you know, this, this kind of record culture for this very small subsect of, you know, 
music, I, I think that I think it'll be cool to kind of see how this spills over into maybe larger genres. So, you know, I'm, I just, I, I just, I love records and I love collecting records. And I think as a record collector, there's nothing more fun than having something that someone else doesn't, I guess. is It's the, this uh, the really it, right? like it's, barbaric dopamine that it's, is right. very unhealthy and is not. Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, is there any more marriages, empowering, you know, all, yeah. you did there's what? nothing more empowering you bought yeah, what? than saying I, I have that on vinyl. Yeah, but right? like, like, look, I wield, I wield this <laughs> item, this amulet. Okay. I've got a thing, right? Yeah. Like I'm... And look, if I post a picture <laughs> of this on this specific forum, people will be like, whoa, he is so cool. cool. <laughs> that guy is the raddest. Well, here's, I mean, is there any other way to quantify how big a fan you are of a band than by having the lowest pressing of their album? Because if there's only 50, you're in the top 50 fans. Like, that's just a fact. That, that makes know, total it's, sense. It's, Whenever I think of, I mean, look. I sell a lot of really limited stuff, and I yeah. think like, oh, the people who got this, you know, these 50 Sandfield I make, those are top 50 fans of this band, for sure. Top 50 fans, definitely. They all already it's, know this band. They're, you know, the lies we have to tell ourselves, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> so, no, but I think uh, the thing I think that you're doing, and I think there's a lot of us, it's like you're using the scarcity thing as a way yeah. to push – bands that you care about and some yeah. of the most successful labels like that in this that i think do a good job of this like joyful noise joyful noise yeah. is like the most eccentric freaking label out there and yeah. but you just trust like they're curating what they like and that yeah. you should get into this and i think it's people are like all right let's do it and that's and i'm sure it hurts your feelings too when when you're kind of out in society you know out in culture and it's always this, you know, fuck label sentiment, right? Which is, you know, well, I don't pay for music because it's just these, you know, labeling, yeah. blah, 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 like, you know. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think you understand that it, it, it distills, and it, and it provides you with, you know, provides I, you with something curious. I mean, I which don't I think, think is a value. Yeah, I don't think much about it. Like, I think, I think the idea, the music industry in a lot of ways is like. I think there's some advantages that are better than ever right now. It is like the wild sure. west out there. There are no rules. Like you've got people that are like, Oh, my band is okay, but I like destroy on Twitch or like something weird. And it's like what <laughs> right. why is your band killing on Twitch? All I don't right. know. But like I was it. able yeah. to go full time before <laughs> right. COVID because of Twitch. Like and it's yeah, it's just like wild west uh, like yes there are huge majors and you know they're putting sure. people on torture racks and they're saying sing them songs you know <laughs> sure. you know right. but and we all hope to make enough money to get said torture racks and do the same right. thing but sure. we're jealous and we don't have it so no, i know it's, it's it makes you sad that we don't live in some kind of space communist post-scarcity <laughs> society right where just everything's free and everyone can just do whatever they want and everyone gets a nice record space, right space like it's <laughs> if only you know if we had replicators we could just print cool records on demand just put a be happy. record under the sickle or something um <laughs> so <laughs> good shirt i'm taking that yeah yeah uh so why deathcore 
Why death court wax vessel? Uh, who knows? I mean, should we talk about my mom? It probably stems back to that to some degree. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, look, but, um, every death court guy is two steps from like disturbed. Like, you know, they're just, they're, wow, they're like, mean, it's like the thinking man, you know, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it, it's, so I don't, I don't really like death court anymore. You know, as, as with anything, it, it had its, and I, I'm look, I love, I loved to, new metal. Okay. Limp biscuit for yeah. me. Right. Was like, well, I mean, how, when Nookie came out, I was in sixth grade. I heard that I song and I would, that was it. dude, I'd go shoot hoops at my step parents' cul de sac <laughs> and I'd bring a boombox out there and just blast that. And like the girlfriend I had at the time, I say girlfriend as in sixth grade, would get rebounds sure. for me. And I felt like, I was like, Fred Durst speaks to my plight. <laughs> he knows. He knows what it's like to be Fred in the Durst suburbs. gets me. He, he okay. Gets it. Fred Durst. It's, I mean, when, and, and to that point understands. now, all those, all those kids now growing up on that, I mean, how big are you into the new metal core scene? Not, which not is, so much. <laughs> right. That I'll, I'll shoot you a link. And, and so that's what I like. I like watching, you know, the kind of, I, I forget what it's called, you know, in, in, in plants and you know species where it branches off, but you can trace the lineage. Is it a, yeah. you know, a dichotomous key or whatever i like i like that so the, the common thread i think is is harsh vocals and i think I'm, deathcore was was one big branch and a couple things spread off yeah. but that that lineage has ended for me unfortunately I, I think it's saturated it's now become a formula and i think there's very few modern deathcore bands that do it right insert I'm an elitist piece of shit, right? Like, I, I, I don't like having that opinion, but you know what I mean. You know, like, um, you know, just because it's right doesn't mean, it, you know, that I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, genres, uh, you know, no. I don't I don't like being that guy. But I, I think that that period of time, and I've, I've said this before, so I hope your editor doesn't, you know, catch me. Oh, where, yeah. You know, saying, me, you know, recycling, right. You get this? Recycling, <laughs> recycling something, but uh, there's something about that time period. You know, it, it, it's the birth of the internet. Right. So, yeah. you know, the Internet's new. Everyone's figuring out what to do with it. And I think one of the things that happened was that you didn't have to play for your hometown anymore. You could make yeah. the music you exactly wanted to make and there'd be a hundred other fucking weirdos somewhere and they'd find it. And you could make music for an audience that wasn't geographic. Yeah. And I, I think there's a, a whole subset of bands that use this powerful new tool to make the most unlistenable niche music that they could just as a joke. And I think that's, you know, that's what I think is, you know, the, the best part of, you know, my space as a genre for me. So that's what I love. That's the stuff I love to put out just, you know, cutting edge of, you know, the, well, I mean the, like the, yeah. new metal. I mean, new metal is like mm. a total like example of how, you know, total internet, like just birth because yeah. it was like, I couldn't, it couldn't have ever existed. Like it was, we were living in this like right. Y2K, like kind of apocalyptic it, rock world. Right. You had bands like Power Man 5000. They're out here in freaking like <laughs> right. apocalypse spacesuits, and like, and it was like commercial radio because it was like, yeah, this yeah. dude, we're living. We're living. Sure, it's whatever, like man. It's we're the living future. in the fall. We're living yeah, out in the right. fallout, dude. Like, and then like you know the world. We figured out that the fallout was actually just new metal. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. It was like new metal and Scott Sapp and stuff. And we're like, we got to save yourselves. <laughs> like, Ooh, okay. Well, you know, we had a good five year run and now it's, you know, yeah. that's okay. But that was, I don't know. I, so I think 
and apparently I'm, you know, not the only one, I guess, but you know, some p- people, you know, like that, they think that's cool. So that's, that's what I wanted to do. It, it's completely, a, you know, just a personal passion project, right? It's, you know, hubris at, at this point, it's like, how, how deep can the cuts go and people still buy them, I guess. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, right, it's all in good fun. It's right the way. Um, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. This is great. Uh, so you have partnered with good, the good mm-hmm. folks that got a groove and he yeah. the wax mage to work on these exclusively, basically. Ugh. How much of your Thank success you. do you attribute to those good folks? Nine, 92%, 90, 93%. That's good. I had like 87. Easily. So I, I is he, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think, figured. I mean, it's close. I, <laughs> So I'm I'm from Cincinnati originally. Okay. So when I had you know I love represent, Cincy. I love Cincy yeah, with right. all my heart. Cincinnati's the best. Um, so Ohio I, you know, has Columbia. like so much. Yeah. There is culture. Co- like it's, the uh, the variants of like weird rock and good new stuff. It it's just yeah. Midwest in general, but just Ohio is just yeah. Everywhere has these shirts, but like it's true. Ohio is weird. And I love Ohio. I mean, Ohio is a city. Like you can hit like six cities. You can, you could tour, you could do a week long tour in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it's different demographics. It's different. Yeah, dude. I mean, should we say it? Should we say that Ohio is the cultural epicenter of the entire United States? I, mean, I think you're right. You go play, you, you go play an OTR at motor <laughs> yeah, one right. night. All right. And mm-hmm. you're like, dude, yeah, this is rad. All right, and then this you go culture. play in Youngstown, is, and you're like, "This is a different right. culture." Like, yeah. <laughs> this is this is also Ohio, right? <laughs> Welcome. Right. <laughs> so, I, I'm speaking. You know, I've I'm only sorry. read. I've not lived this. <laughs> just... No, you're you're right on the money. That's a that's some good insight. You you don't have to quantify that. You can just say that, and people will be like, "Fuck yeah, this guy knows what Ohio's yeah. about. Yeah, He's man. good." He uh, so I mean, so I'm I love Ohio. Yeah. You know, same thing. I'm I'm from there. I love it. So, you know. Coincidentally, there's only two places in the entire world that press records, and one of them's in Ohio, right? So, back with the in the Total Deathcore days, I did one record, and just because it was local, I'm like, I'll go to Gotta Groove, right? Like, I'll, I'll press it there. What an advantage! And it was a completely, completely uneventful pressing. I, I did like, you know, Green Swirl. Yeah. Right? It was just, yeah. you know, who, who cares? Because it's cheap, you know. And um, my local record store in Ohio was, was plaid room. So, you know, yep. soul step. Yep. Um, you know, so old Melvin, uh, you know, right. So, you know, cut a wrestling so, promo know, on Melvin like, right now. So sick. Right, you, Melvin. Please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin so, is Melvin's you know, uh, man after my own heart. Yeah. He's, I mean, those, those, those plaid room guys, those soul step guys, you know, the, the, the coal, coal mine guys, dude, they are, I'm so sorry. They are not, the indie not, label. Not they are the like coal mine. Coal mine is like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Coal mine is, no, you know, it's okay. They are the like, thank you. For me, in the last like five yeah. years, like indie label success story. I'm like, dude, yeah. this is what it looks They're, like. This is incredible. They, they truly give a shit, and I think it is incredible. Like I, you know, I go to Plaid Room, and you know, I, I remember one time I'm in there, and they had some some LP. I don't remember, but it was one of those like stripe smashes that Got a Groove does. Yeah. yeah. You know where it's it was like black record with the red stripe. I've done those before. I said what. Yeah, I yeah. said, what the fuck is that? What, what is am I that? looking at here? What is that? Right. I was blown away. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, it's got a groove. Like you know, it's wax made, you, you know, and like, and it was all very secretive and cool. And you know, I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, can I buy it? And they're like, you fucking idiot. Of course not. You know, <laughs> get like, out of here. You know, hey, no, get out of here. You can't just you walk into a store and buy this. 
like you fucking poser. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. So it was, it was very much that. And I, I just remembered, I'm like, okay, like wax, 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 wax. I was, I was obsessed at that point. And as you know, wax vessel was kind of, you know, percolating. I'm like, well, you know, I, I remember, you know, those wax mixtures look pretty cool. You know, I think I want to, I want to do some of those and I'll, I'll go back to got a groove and, it didn't start out that way at all. I did the class, you know, I did yeah. 25 and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, just gave them, just gave them to the members. I didn't even sell them, which was the only smart move past me made, which was, you know, uh, again, keeping them out of circulation and making it so you, you can't have one, which is, you know, the unofficial model, right? Of course, of course. Um, and it kind of evolved over time as the fear of not, selling out and having higher unit prices yeah. and, you know, paying, like I can, you know, I can now afford to do it cause I'm not sitting on, you know, $7,000 for a, you know, 300 piece LP order, yeah. you know, like I don't have to worry about if I'm going to be able to sell, you know, $30 LPs for a, you know, single LP, a single sided LP, you know, that's, you know, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty, material. that's pretty awful. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty terrible. So I'm like, okay, so now that the, now that the fear is gone, now that the risk is gone, we can, you know, we can push the format, we can push, you know, this, this model a bit. And I, I think, you know, you know, for me, I love boutique shit, right? I I think just as a general kind of guiding life principle, like if I have the option to spend 10,000 times as more and get, you know, like a toothpick, that's, you know, there's 10 of them, right? And like some, you know, Swedish guys. And have at least 7% better experience for 7,000 times the money. I love diminishing return. I tell you what, you know, so that that's, I love that. So I think I, to have a label that I get to kind of do that with and, you know, price people out and make them artificially scarce and, Great. you know, not sell them to people. I think, I, I don't know. I think it's funny. Like I'm just having a good time. I don't know. I like that you own it. That's important. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's important. This is, know, this is, I'm just going to call this Nicholas not, raw and yeah. like, you know, right. <laughs> well, I mean, contrary to what I think some people think, like I'm not dumb, like right. you should press more. I'm like, okay. You know, like very, well formulated, right? I didn't think of that like at this point. It, it's it's all very intentional because I, I it can't be my full time job. Like I have a I have a baby on the way, you know. Like my fiance and I were were engaged, yeah. we're having this baby, you know. I've got my 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 job that I you know have to manage, you know, daily. It's just me and one other guy, and we're running a you know mortgage brokerage. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of work. So it's this this is you know it started off as a hobby and now it's a second job and it can't get any bigger. You know, and I, I can't, I can't have it get any bigger or it's, I might have to make the decision to, you know, get into the music business, it, right? Well, yeah. Which would be regrettable. And then it'd be tough to keep it a nonprofit because you're like, yo, I got to pay my bills. I have to make some money. And th- but the precedent's been set. And I was like, this dickhead's charging money now. Look at this. Like it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> this no. fucking capitalist. And, and, and that's, and that's the line I have to walk. Cause it's like, okay, well I could just do 500. And then I'd make more money, but then they're less collectible. So nobody gets a shit. So nobody buys them. It's, you know, it's totally, you know, totally. I mean, it's the the life I've been living for five years. So I get it. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. (laughs) I get it. Uh, (laughs) Right. So, um, got a few more questions and then we'll, we'll bounce out of here, man. Uh, what were your inspirations for starting the label? Man, inspirations. Well, there's a couple. So, I think one of the things I wanted to accomplish is because all of these records are some from the same era. Mm-hmm. I wanted to redo all of the art 
in the style of kind of niche bands of this era. So you'll notice the aesthetic. It's all primarily one artist. You know, the art style is, you know, all, all very similar. I think this kind of, you know, beat down aesthetic, you know, this kind of skeuomorphic properties and, you know, cellophane and rips and paper. It's kind of like, you know, punk throwback collage style, but new wave, you know, I, I think the art, I think, you know, I'd love to make a coffee table book of everything. I think that's, I think the identity and the, and the art and everything kind of coming together and, you know, matching the variants. I, I think that's all very important. So that was, that was one, you know, goal was to do that. And my inspiration for that, you know, artisan era, you know, relapse does a great job. Like, of course, yeah. you know, like all of these, you know, all of these kind of longstanding industry guys, like, you know, every, every label that does, you know, I guess really pure noise, you know, re- really kind of got me in the beginning there. Like they're, of course, theirs are sick. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I just know I wanted to do something cool and all the guys that were doing cool stuff were doing represses of it. And, and I didn't want to do that. So then it's kind of, you know, all, all those kind of, you know, niche black metal labels that don't do any represses and just tell people to fuck off all day. Like I think, so that's kind of You're the like, other half. How right? can I do so that like, with a smile? Like, right. Like how, how can I be a pleasant right, so person? How can, I be, how can I be like death cult and like also like, dog nights right so how can i be like <laughs> playful and fun with like beautiful records but also inaccessible and tell people to fuck off all day like it's you know it's the convergence of that so that that those were my big inspirations i wanted to do unsigned you know kind of niche stuff i wanted the audio to be nice i wanted the art to be nice i wanted the records to be nice and i wanted to to be a you know collector experience here because anyone can buy a record like it's For sure. you know but you know i think it's cool that there you know there's a story like all of my spines are printed backwards. So that way when they're on your shelf, they don't match. And people are like, why aren't those spines matching? And then you have to pull it out and interact with it. It might be like, what the fuck? You know, like everything is just, I don't put that's smart. Sides. That's a clever yeah, thing. I, I didn't, I don't, I always put stupid etching in the, like I always, <laughs> yeah. I always put like yeah. jokes or something stupid. I did so one that's... once that a bands always love it, but one band did not. And they were like, I was getting ready to get this thing. And they're like, why would you ever put that? We are a serious band and we have done X, Y, and Z and you need to take that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're different people. I didn't, I didn't know you were this. And it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) All right. It wasn't a big deal, but it just like, it caught me off guard. But yeah, it's just, someone asked me the other day, why don't you have a catalog numbers? And I said, I do, but they're (laughs) non-canonical. And all I, I'm just, Man, I just, that's a cool move too. <laughs> I just like, it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, order comes through and I'm like, that's ROM 2000. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't see it. I'm, I'm too, you know, neurotic for that. Like I really I'm just too lazy. approached <laughs> it from a, yeah, well, <laughs> no, say, say you're a tortured soul. Say you're a genius and people just don't get it yet, you know, but they'll soon find out, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I wanted to, you know, and, and that's the thing. So all my catalog numbers are very intentional. Like I have all these different demarcations and stuff and a very strict set of rules. So everything sits on your shelf nicely. Like if you were to buy all of them, yeah. you know, like everything is very, you know, so it'll like, turn into like, like it's a collector or label. Something. Yeah. Right. It, it, you know, it's a collector label. Like let's do something like, is it possible to do something for record collectors without exploiting them? Yeah. And I, for I sure. think, I, I think the answer, and, and that, that's what, you know, and it can be done. To, it can be done. It can be done. I but see. No one can make any money. 
right? You're just not allowed. That's that's the that's the only trade-off. It's either that, that or you have to, to like be like me and commit your life to this forever and just. Fuck it. Those I'm going to turn those it. Two options. It's yeah. Terrible. No, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> don't start a label. This is the opposite yeah. of what you were going. I had to do a manufacturing this, side to make any money. Um, <sighs> so, what do I know? Um, what are if you can speak to it? Uh, just like sure. one or two bands that you hope to work with in the future. Man. So I, I have some pipe dreams. Yeah, right? I think so pipe hope... dreams are the best because sometimes they're like so unattainable. It's like you can put it out there and it doesn't matter. Okay, so that's good. So I, I think my number one, and this is no surprise, I talk about it every fucking day, is Fetish by The Boy Will Drown. So it's my number one favorite album of all time. It was put out on, on Earache. It was just a CD. And I said, hey, can I you know, like buy the rights, I'll give you all the money. Right. Like can I license it. I'll give you all the money. Like I'll do 10,000 and throw them in the trash. Like wh- whatever you want, just let me do it. And they said, Oh, that's impossible. And then they, that, that was the end of it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. That's <laughs> like I'm just, that's impossible. Like, that, 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 that's what I run into all the time. Like, like even it got a groove. I'm like, Hey, can I do 500 wax mages? And they're like, no, obviously no. you can't. Right. They're like, no, of course not. And I'm like, well, what if I paid you a hundred dollars each? And they're like, it's not a money thing. Like you just, you, you can't do you'll, it. And you'll I'm stop like, the presses. Like work with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not going to do it. Like we don't have the, we don't have the throughput. And I, I don't like, you know, you know, capitalist asshole side of me. I'm like, why can't money solve my problems? You know, why won't you just let me <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> buy, buy my money, money. Like, right. So, you know, that, that one will probably never happen just because of bureaucracy. Right. Well, that's, so, that's the example of label stuff. Sometimes bands would love to do stuff. Cause I ran into yeah. this too. Um, and then they're like, man, if, if so-and-so would release it, I'd die to have that done. But like for right. them to release it, well, I have to pay yeah. 20 grand to get <laughs> right. it released. It's yeah, red tape, right? These, these pencil pushers, these label guys, these, yeah, they you are, know, you know, yeah, these institutional guys. Yeah, it's so that one, it, it's just unfortunate because it's probably the best body of work ever made in recorded human history. That's, and it's unfortunate that, that's bold. That I can't have it on a I can't have it on a dumbass niche gimmick format, you know? Like what a travesty. You have to listen to it on a CD or, you know, on iTunes or something. Just, like, uh, you know, what is life? It doesn't satisfy. Um I want to I want to talk to you about shipping. Um Yeah. Or don't. But okay. <sighs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh Yeah, let's let's hear. Uh, da, 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 da. You're going to enjoy it. It's uh Okay. Here we go. Uh, be a Nicholas reporting yeah. from metal with a reason. Here we go. I honestly okay. don't want to Sorry, be a Scrooge, you. but some people are so effing entitled. I spent so much time and money making sure these aren't pre-orders and people can't wait three weeks for a one man label that does everything and does this as a hobby to ship. It's just maddening. It's exactly why I shut down my other label. I had people messaging me the same day their order went through and asking for the tracking number. Not the kind of business I want to run. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> and it, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, fuck them. You know, 2020, his feelings are the same. It, it's, I don't know. It's, it's tough, right? Because How long you, have you had volunteers? A, a lo- like, I, like, I have to pay yeah. people. So... I have a couple of part-time goons that I pay, well, I mean, and I need them. I need them bad. I mean, the volunteer—it's I mean, a godsend, right? Like, so right now I have 900 that are getting delivered on Saturday, which you know, not that many, uh, objectively. But I, you know, it's just a me, and I gotta go box all these up and get them out. It takes so a lot of time. Like it is it's n- a lot of time, and I, 
and also I don't want to do it. Like it sucks. So it's <laughs> you know it's a double edged sword. <laughs> like it's terrible. And, uh, and my feelings are the same because it's easy to just. I think you know you feel like you're entitled to something because you spent the thirty dollars, right? Like I gave you the thirty dollars, so now you give me the thing to the way that I want it. Right. And it's and in a perfect world, yes, you know, the second you order it, I would ship it out. Like, of course. And there's such a level of, of trust involved, right? Because like, a lot of these are pre-orders now, because you know I have, I'm doing three a month because I have a, a baby being born, you know, in a month, and I want to make sure every you know my pipeline is kind of you know, set up for that. Cause I'm probably going to take some time off here in the beginning. And there's a lot of pre-orders, there's a lot of trust and it takes a lot of time. And it's, but it, but it's like, you, you know, the drill at this point. So how about you just cut me some slack, you know, like how about you just leave me alone for a minute? <laughs> you know, like I, I, I and, and that's, and that's the beautiful privilege, privilege position that I'm in right now. Yeah. It's going to sound like I, we're a bunch I, of crybabies. I, I know truly, but they don't know. Like they won't know. I don't think. You don't think understand. You're not, you don't know, man. It, it's and, and and they're absolutely right. Sure, I guess when you walk into a store and you pay your money, you get your thing. Everything should operate there like that. Absolutely, but also like that's you just gotta shut the fuck up. Like it's just you gotta just you know hot, hot <laughs> you gotta just not. I'll make sure that that is like hot. with no context is just like yeah, like the teaser bite. Right? <laughs> just right. and uh, last. Last Nick like, tells his fans to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a this is a good way to run a label. Um, last uh, real question, and then five fast ones, and we're done. Five okay. five that Love don't it. matter. Uh, okay. What do you think slash hope the future for Wax Vessel will be? I um I think my my dream goal uh, one release every two months. You know, in hand, no pre-orders, like 300 units. You know, there's a little bit of pageantry. Gosh, that's once, you know, six times a year. That's you know? that's the best. That's the dream. That's it, such the dream. That's it. That you don't have to do like easy. 13 a year to get by to like no, exist. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right. I just oh, want to. I want it to be fun. In the beginning, it was you know maybe like it was one every two months, and then it was one a month, and then it was two a month, and then it was three a month, and now it's three a month with also three merch drops a month. Right. So it's it's getting away from me and I, I think having you know my foot on the brake a little bit and kind of getting back to you know the core you know the getting back to the music yeah, we've really changed not, you know, you know blah, blah, blah. since june of last <laughs> right. year it's been it's been a long 18 months I tell you what <laughs> no um seriously so the reason i i wanted to reach out was i just really like what you're yeah. doing i love the the mindset of i'm just really i'm really into the capitalistic side of everything or just making okay, something sure. like making something matter. And I think the way that you're doing things is giving intrinsic extra value to these products and to these bands because of I, the like, Hey, we're not, we'll never repress this. And I think there's yeah. something to that. And I think it's a great, like a great business model. And well, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, and that means, I mean, I'm not to turn it into a, you know, kiss ass fest. Right. But it's like, I mean, you're like, you're a fucking OG. Like you get it right. Like you're actually doing this. I'm, I'm kind of the fucking kid on spring break and I'm running in. And I'm like, Ugh, and then like, I'm going to leave, you know, and then you guys will all still be, you know, I'm <laughs> you're doing stuff. Right. That's weird to think. But it's, 
I mean, you, you guys are the industry guys, and I'm the, I'm I'm the tourists. Industry. And I, uh, no, yeah. no, you stop it. You stop it right now. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're no longer the plucky underdog. I'm I sorry. am. You're the industry I man am. now. Yeah. I am so I plucky. All right? <laughs> you don't know it, how much it, pluck I, I got left. The... I think the, the the big thing for me is I never I never wanted to see one in like a dollar bin, you know. So give it time. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, right? Like, if, I mean, obviously, right? But maybe I'll just I'll just delete Facebook so I never have to see it, right? Um, that's that that that's kind of where I was at it. I'm like, how how do I? And no one's gonna be mad about no represses because intellectually, there's only 200 fans of this, and I make 300 for all the hype beasts and Facebook guys, right? You know, the the bands are important to me. They're important to a small group of people. And, you know, they were never on vinyl. They were never on CD. They just, you know, existed. Just go listen to it. Like I put them on my band camp, you know, for a yeah. dollar. Just go go enjoy it. You know, the records are just, they're, they're fun. It's an, it's an artifact. I, I think, you know, no, you, you can't really be too mad about no, no represses, right? Because it, it probably shouldn't be on vinyl to begin with. It's just for fun. <laughs> it's spitting right? in the like face of evolution <laughs> right it's like well how am i gonna listen to it on my crosley cruiser if i don't have it on vinyl for me it's like it's like you don't care like you're not gonna listen to it anyway like stop pretending that records are for listening to in 2020 all right like it's oh, a man. it's a gimmick oh, we all man. know it like it's you that know, is a hot take you know what you want to talk about frequency response curves you want to talk about you know dynamic headroom like let's let's get into it because i you know i i used to i grew up going to you know Rocky Mountain and, and Axpana and stuff like so. I, I've tried to approach it from an, an audiophile background, and I'm not a. I don't sit around and I do sit around and listen to records, but I'm not like gonna buy a record for my optimal listening setup. Like I don't need that to feel like I can't hear the music otherwise. Yeah, especially for a bunch of MySpace demos, right? So <laughs> that's probably you know, it's, oh it's chill. <laughs> oh man, this just really not. Like when yeah. I put this record down, this <laughs> takes me back to oh four in a way that I didn't think was possible. Right. It's <laughs> right. It's like, come on. Like, right. It's so that's that's me. It's like, do you, it's a gimmick and the gimmick sells the units, which allows them to exist, which gets the band some money and allows an object to be in the world. Well, that's a good gimmick. And gimmick's and not a, a bad word. Sense of community. Yeah. I probably, it's not. That's what I'm saying. If you're a wrestling fan, I don't... gimmick, <laughs> gimmick is what like they say like that makes like, what's your gimmick? What makes you you? What's yeah. your like identifiers and like, identifiers right. for you? Nonprofit, no represses, deathcore. Yeah. Like that's the gimmick right. and like that's and like good wax like, the gimmick is not bad. The word gimmick has oh, been tainted. Gimmicks. It's not. It's, I'm, I'm taking gimmick, gimmick. back. Yeah. I hope. I hope you'll join me. I'm oh, quest, I'm, right? I've never left. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> so five fast, stupid questions. We'll get out okay. of here. And uh, man, in a post-COVID world, I hope, hope to meet, hope to hang, and show you. I know. To, like, like I let's have a road. Go to Emporium. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, eventually, COVID will not be at the center of our lives and i'd love to like let's you know let, let, uh, let me come over to your freaking cave man let's, hey, let's, 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 yeah. have a, let's have a good time let's, let's do the do okay uh five 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 fast questions did okay. you have seen hair or any lip piercings oh god so my mom wouldn't let me good mom the snake bites that's that good I mom i know she, she, my parents know. let me have jinko so jeans they love me too much they knew right. <laughs> They wouldn't even let me have Lee pipes. That's, 
I'm I'm the worst scene kid in the entire world. I mean, I did have the fringe, I did have the bang, I did it was dyed blonde. You know, I had the shutter shades and the big Osiruses and the leopard print pants. Oh, the like Osiruses. I was, you know, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I had, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had the Osiruses. So I was, I was like very mall core, you know, like I was yeah. a hot topic poser, no doubt. Fantastic. I really enjoy that. Uh, favorite fast food chain and why? Favorite fast food chain? It's got to be White Castle. Dude, just because Castle rules. I don't. Castle rules. Yeah, White Castle. So it slams, like it's the best. And I don't eat a lot of fast food. So when I do, I want to make it count and like nothing's better than it's just you got too many White Castles and you're just sitting there eating them. Like it's seasoned fries, best mozzarella yeah. sticks in the game, best mozzarella stick, little chicken rings. Like Dude, I just people, I, I get 50 pounds of food and just people who dream people who rip on White Castle. No, are sycophants. They're Neanderthals. Yeah. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't understand. They've yeah. never had a good time. <laughs> like the, like no. they just they don't That's understand. A, they're not. They're you know, not other like people. White, you don't like White Castle, you're a cop. I agree. I agree <laughs> with that point. Uh, okay, this is a two-parter. Okay. You gotta, but it's quick. Who's your favorite volunteer? Favorite volunteer? Yep. That's come to my house yep. to pack records, yep. you mean? Oh. Oh, God, that's tough. How's that a two-parter? Oh, you haven't got the I second mean, just, part yet. I mean, just from a productivity standpoint... It would have to be Casey Dishman. He just cranked it out. Mike was useless. He lost all the stickers. He didn't sign <laughs> anyone's orders. You know, Mike, I love you. You're a great volunteer, but were you the best? No, it was negative productivity. You know, I mean, Bryce, Bryce did a great job. I mean, they're all great. But my favorite volunteer to pick a political answer, it's, it's going to be my beautiful, beautiful fiance. Oh. You know, Danielle, she, you know. Well, that's nice. Keeps me that's energy. nice. My wife yeah, gave right. up on helping me years ago, so good for you. Uh, have a well asked. I got a little bit of time, I think. I got some goodwill. And who's your least favorite volunteer? Least favorite volunteer? This is a terrible two-part. This is a podcast. Least favorite. Okay. We need sound bites. Least... <laughs> least favorite volunteer. Is this like user-submitted questions where people like – Look. Okay. Do not question least the favorite. great impactful odds. Like – I don't, I don't have a, I mean, by virtue of coming and volunteering, I don't have a least favorite, but I think it's going to be the same answer as the first one, but reversed. I'm going to say Mike King, Oh. least favorite, because I felt so bad that he literally got in an airplane and flew to come help me pack That's records. Amazing. It is amazing. And then now, like, why would, and now why? you're out here just tombstone of him on the, on the steps I, of the fed federal I, reserve. I, I feel some, some sort of responsibility that, you know, what, what happened? How did I come into Mike King's life where he's going to get on an airplane to come and do manual labor for me? So I think that's a, a worse volunteer in the sense that, Mike, you got to aim higher. Like, don't don't let me take advantage of you like this. You know, like I have to protect you from coming back. Mike's a national treasure. Um, I know. Mike's the best. Like, I, <laughs> He really is. He's also got like the best instant like. His Instagram vinyl game is really good. Like it's really it's good. Insane. I mean, Mike, Mike is an icon. Like that's, He's an icon. that's I, you know what you asked me, how much God of Groove was responsible? 93%. I'm going to put King of the Hill, maybe three of, the of the remaining percent. <laughs> no doubt. Like he, I'm telling you, like I, you know, he bought some records and put them up and I got, you know, like 800 likes he overnight, drives, and that really kind of kicks. Yeah, traffic. he kickstarted it. No, we. He drove the traffic. He, he's he's not a fake influencer. He's a real yeah, influencer. Dude. Like real. I would send him a record in exchange for likes. You know. Ten Mike, out of ten would do again. Um, Mike's the best. How many times have you dyed your hair? In my life, maybe four. So, 
I mean, maintenance, right? I don't count, but I'm talking distinct styles <laughs> yeah, or dyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Whoa. I think four. I, I, I had the long and the blonde, and then I dyed it black, and then I cut it all off, and it was blonde. Not not as many as I would like, but I mean, I, do you like my COVID shag, my my apathy, That's my nice. apathy shag? It's nice. I mean, I may, maybe I'll dye it before I, I go back to my you know Fed cut, right? It, it's just cut. working from yeah, right. And uh, last uh, last one here. When was the last time you were in a mosh pit, and did you two step? Wow, last time I was in a mosh pit. Uh, I'm telling you, so I, it's been so long. I'm, I'm not a big concert guy per se i'm kind of a studio Mm -hmm. listening Mm -hmm. to me i'm I'm not a i'm not a i'm not a big concert guy to be honest with you i was always kind of internet guy but um it's safer there the last true truly the last true pit i get i got in i I think i I think it was a mirror at house of blues in chicago and like last song you know they throwed some you know goodbye to the gallows they threw like some old school and your stuff in there and it, it, it I, I was picking up pennies like it, it i was took you, you away know, it took you away <laughs> it took yeah i was there i was teleported back to a younger body you know that could take that kind of damage and not <laughs> a pudgy out of shape kind of unflexible <laughs> no i can't i can't do it anymore there's I, always you know, like those guys I, uh, there's it's always like the friendship pit and life's good and then like yeah. there's like there's like one Thor in there, and if Thor is it's, out there for good, it's the best time. It, and if Thor is out I there mean, to kill, it's like yo, like I'm. He was. <laughs> I'm not cut out for this. He's, and it was it was and thank God it wasn't like an edgy like scene kid. You thank know, goodness it wasn't right? a Christian wasn't like, hardcore show. <laughs> no, right. It was. <laughs> It was a totally commercial mosh dude, pit. Dude, I got it was Luke Kang like, bicycle was... kicked at one of those shows right. once. I'm so serious, dude. I was like, what just happened? And he probably had a great time. Here we are. Still talking about it, right? Hey. Like, I, you wouldn't trade that. If you could get unkicked, Give me the bicycle kick, buddy. I'm... Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, save me. Um, hey, this was a great time. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, dude, I like what you're doing, and man, I, I hope uh, nothing but the best for your your business, moreover your family, Thank you. and uh, Thank you. yeah, dude, being married is being married rules. Okay, don't let anybody ever tell I'm, you otherwise. They're jabronis. They don't know. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it, and I I, I, I can't get off without you know thanking you for having me and all the you know tidings as well. And I I'm such a big fan, and it's cool talking to industry guys. It's mostly just internet guys you know what i mean like it's kind of a, a cool club that it's nice to kind of be poking into that yeah. you know like it it it, it 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 it's fun i'm having a, you know it's thank ha- you for having it's me half so the much. reason i started really the podcast <laughs> so <laughs> all right if there's a christmas card or a circular or an email or something i'd love to I'd love to get okay on, you know? yeah so yeah let, let me know i don't know if it's in the budget um You're right <laughs> well hey you take it easy and uh yeah we'll be in touch Absolutely, man. I'll talk to you soon. Later, dude. Thank you again.